What's up, y'all? Welcome to the podcast, Metaphorically Slutty. I am your host, a daisy. Spell O D D H, then number eight Z E E. Yes, I am proud of me coming up with such a name. You have no idea. I thought about it. I contemplated. It was serious, deep meditations. Talk with my ancestors about this name. And this is what we came up with. So I'm excited about it. A daisy. A daisy. Alright. So. I hope you guys are. Feeling. Present. Um, I hope you guys are present. Hope you guys are generating love within yourself. Cleansing out the old energy that no longer serves you. Piecing back the pieces of you that you never thought you could have before. I hope you guys are claiming back all your power and calling back all of your power to you that you may have distributed and lost along the way on your journey. I hope that you are calling back all the peace that belongs to you each and every day. And balancing yourself every chance that you get. So, this podcast is going to be a bit different. Um, I know that I may have introduced myself, but this podcast is going to be... A formal introduction of myself. And I feel like there is no other way than to do this. Than to have this conversation. Other than. Wait, I was about to say that. I feel like there is no other way for me to do this podcast without being 100% transparent about who I am. And my journey here to this space that I'm at now. So. My host name is a daisy. We'll just keep it at that. Or no, I'll, I'll tell you. My name is Derek. Spelled with two R's. I-C-K. Um, so today is January the. Wait. Today is January the 24th, and it is 10.43 um, Eastern Time over here, and uh, NAS 10.44, ooh, 1.44, ooh, all right, so, um, and I, if you know anything about 1.44, you probably get that inside joke. Hopefully you do. And if not, it's okay. Just about the 144,000 chosen ones. Um, Or the ones who answer the call. However you break it and make it. So, tonight was a bit interesting. I start off the story by saying that tonight was a bit interesting. Um, Earlier today... I started my day off with a, a meditation, a grounding meditation. 
and today was a very sort of deep reflective day I did not know it was going to be that kind of day but it was it was sort of deep it was um, a big it was cleansing that was a cleansing portion and um, it was also very reflective heavy metal and reflective <laughs> that's Azalea Banks by the way Shout out to Zelly Banks. Fucking love me some Zelly Banks. Um, and so I had a therapy session with my therapist online. You know how everything's online right now. Um, and I for I I didn't remember I had the therapy session until maybe an hour before, because I was downstairs. I'd done some yoga. I done. I was doing some movement. Dance is just to kind of move my body around because I've been feeling a bit stagnant, a bit, um, a bit torn and feeling like I've, I've been at a crossroads about making some major decisions and feeling a bit restricted because it's feeling like I don't have the resources or the money to move the way I would like to move at this particular moment. So I've been battling with myself about some things and was also being the antidote to the war that was happening within myself by saying hey let's move around let's get our bodies moving let's establish balance and peace within our body even though there was so much chaos going on in the mind um and that's kind of what i do i I doctor and love on myself and use the tools that i have to help me out in situations where i feel like uh are tough situations and no one else could help me but me in those situations, you know. So I utilized those tools and got myself moving and did some writing and stuff of that nature. So I was like, wait, um, I have a therapy session coming up. Um, so... I talked to the therapist about my family because I don't have the best relationship with my family. I call myself, you know, the black sheep, the eyeball. If some of you remember when I first started doing um, the podcast, my Instagram handle was like Ozai. Excuse me. Because, um, you know, I was always odd and that was just sort of my role to be the odd person. In the family, the black sheep. Um, and so, I, um, I had the therapy. So, I was talking to my therapist about a situation that just transpired with me and a family member, and we exchanged words that, an energy that was not necessarily. It may not fit into the light working or the light workers construct of how we're supposed to be and how light workers supposed to be and how they're supposed to show up. Light workers, star seeds, empaths. And so um I spoke to her about it and you know her response was she completely broke down why she completely had me to break down the question what was what was the eyeball what was the black sheep of the family how does that how do I show up 
in my family with that role and had me to see see situations from a different perspective and had me to take ownership of the role that I played, had me to do an exercise on what acceptance is to me and how can I accept people in my family for being them and how can I also accept myself because I've dealt with a lot of anger issues in my day and um, running has always been uh, a tool that I use to avoid a lot of situations even up to now and I'm 37 years old now yeah man I told y'all this it's gonna be a real one tonight. So, um, and my intention for sharing this is to continue on my journey of healing. Um, I think I said this in the beginning of my podcast on one of the first episodes. This is not one of those podcasts where I'm teaching you how to be something that I'm not. Um, This is a podcast where we'll be learning and teaching together and experiencing life together day by day. And that this will be a transparent podcast. And I will do my best to make sure I live and breathe in that vein. Um here in this podcast and in all aspects of my life. So having said that, so the the therapist, she laid it on kind of thick tonight, you know, Um, but she gave me some exercises to do and um, just had me question a lot of things. And I knew that this time was coming because, and I felt like I was ready for it. I was ready to, because a lot of times, you know, when you're going through situations and you're fighting with people, you a lot of times want to see your side of it because you usually are critiquing yourself unless, you know, uh, usually critiquing yourself. I know I do. I can't speak for anybody else. But anytime I get into an argument, the silence is usually the tough time for me because I'm trying to convince myself that what they did was wrong and that that's the reason why I went through that situation was because they was wrong and they were trying to take something from me or they was trying to um, push me in a place that I wasn't comfortable in and any way that I could sort of escape responsibility um, and run from it I would do it Um, because sometimes just facing the situation head on or taking responsibility, um, is, can be a very scary thing, especially when you've been abused and I've been abused before. And especially if you've just not ever been taught or learned how to process your emotions. Like I grew up in a household where my mom and dad, um, they swept a lot of things under the rug or they kept a lot of things in and it wasn't very 
um, projecting when it came to expressing themselves and releasing and things of that nature. So I had no idea how to process emotions, how to eliminate emotions uh, from my body, from my psyche. Um, it all just kind of stayed and turned into guilt and shame and fear and trauma um, just felt locked into my body, locked into um, thoughts and patterns and beliefs. Um, so back to the therapist, she laid it on thick and then she gave me some exercises, sent me some exercises that I could do to sort of help myself, help me perceive things from a different perspective, especially when I'm going through situations with other people. So there's this thought record sheet she gave me and it has like seven columns, right? So just in case you want to write this down for yourself, um, I'll, I'll say what the columns are. So the first column is situation slash trigger. The second column, wait, let me go back to the first column. It's situation slash trigger. And then there's this long column where you can write. And then at the bottom, it says what happened, question mark, where, question mark, when, question mark, who with, question mark, and how, question mark. And then the second column says feelings, emotions, rate, zero to 100%. Body sensations. And then there's a large part where you're able, a large blank space where you're able to write. And then at the end it says, "What emotion did I feel at that time?" Question mark. What else? Question mark. How intense was it? Question mark. What did I notice in my body? Question mark. Where did I feel it? Question mark. And I wish, I don't know. My email is, I think I have my email. Because I'll email it to you if somebody reach out to me. Um, my Instagram is old. D O as in octopus, D as in dog, D as in David, H as in Hamuel, the number eight, Z as in xylophone. I don't even know if that's a real thing. Zebra, um, E as in elephant, and E as in Emily. So if you hit me up on Instagram or something like that, like I'll send you my email address. Um, or if you wanted to email me at free, um, uh, yeah, glitter in the air at gmail.com. That is G L I T T E R I N N T. H E I R at gmail.com. That spells glitter in the air, and N is spelled like 
Holiday Inn, I-N-N, um, at gmail.com. Yeah, if you email me, I can send you this sheet and forward it to you. Um, but the next column says unhelpful thoughts slash images. And then if you go down to the bottom, this is the third column we're on. If you go down to the bottom, it says what went through your mind, question mark. What disturbed me, question mark. What thoughts, images, memories mean to me or say about me or the situation, question mark. What am I responding to? What button is this pressing for me, question mark. What would be the worst thing about that or that could happen? The next one is facts, F-A-C-T-S, that support the unhelpful thought, large space to write. What are the facts, question mark? What facts do I have that the unhelpful thoughts are totally true, question mark? We're going to get back to the story, guys. Three more columns. The fifth column facts facts that provide evidence against the unhelpful thought large space for writing then it says what facts do i have that the unhelpful thoughts are not totally true question mark is it possible that this is opinion comma rather than fact question mark what have others said about this? Question mark. Six column. Alternative, alternative. More realistic and balanced perspective. Large space for writing. Stop. Take a breath. What would... That's what it says. Stop. Take a breath. What would someone else say about this situation? Question mark. What's the bigger picture? Question mark. Is there any way of seeing it? Is there any, is there another way of seeing it? Question mark. What advice would I give someone else? Question mark. Is my reaction in proportion to the actual event? Question mark. Is this really as important as it seems? Question mark. The last column says outcome. Rerate emotion. Zero to a hundred percent. Then there's a large space. And then you you come down and then it says, what am I feeling now? Zero to 100%. What could I do differently? Question mark. What would be more effective? Question mark. Do what works. Exclamation point. Act wisely. Period. What will be most helpful for me or the situation? Question mark. What will the consequences be? Question mark boom so those are the seven columns right so if you wanted to do this exercise yourself you could okay so i wrote down a situation today that happened and i didn't even answer all the questions at the bottom but i'll do that tonight because i want to make sure i do it but i just answered the questions that was at the top so i still have to complete it um but this is something that i'm using so she gave me this and then it just so happened that my homegirl called me back after um, I called her earlier. So I've been knowing this homegirl for about 
2022. I have been knowing her since college, and I went to college in 2003. So that's about. Jeez, hold on. That's about what, 20 years? Yeah. Four, five, six, seven, yeah, that's been about 19 to 20 years. And, um, so she called me back and I was telling her about some things uh another situation that was kind of off topic to this situation but we went off into a deep conversation and she somehow another we got to the conversation of when we were friends and some of the um some of the situations that happened that were centered around me and how I demonstrated my anger, like how I would lash out. And it was situation after situation she was talking to me about, about times where I had lashed out and what people were saying. So she was kind of giving me the behind the scenes of what people were saying and the different people that I lashed out on that was in the group and it was tough to hear it was very 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 tough to hear because it was person out the person and it was each situation I had handled pretty much the same way I was handling it from hurt and pain and paranoia and trauma and she kept expressing like you know certain people would would try to protect me or this one particular person would try to protect me and just say he's going through something he's going through something which I was was a very dark period for me Um, but just talking about that dark period was just it was tough me and her stopped talking for about 10 years in our in our 10 year of knowing each other we there was quite a bit of time that went by you know I separated myself from her and we just didn't talk and so we just reconnected um we reconnected some years ago um so I think we probably stopped talking for like seven years five to seven years I think or something like that so we reconnected about three years ago <clears throat> Um, sorry, but, um, it was, me and her had spoke about some of the past things that we went through before, but it was not in detail like it was tonight. And I mean, she brought up people that I hadn't thought about in so long and had pushed them in the back of my mind and brought up situations that. I was embarrassed about to hear. Um, I felt tightness in my chest. I felt felt the anxiety rising up. And I knew that I was ready to hear it because I knew that before she would stop herself 
and sort of reroute the conversation. And it would be something where I was like, well, if it was meant for me to hear, I would have heard it. So I'm not going to badger her about it. At this time, I didn't have to do that. And it just flowed out. And like I said, it was it was some tough things to hear. And um, about me lashing out at different people, arguing, even fighting, even physical contact um, with people. And I mean in dangerous ways. Um, and I've, I realized how much I was suffering from anxiety here recently, um, because it it has been sort of at a, a new high, the anxiety, um, just anxiety attacks have been happening, um, more often. Um, just feeling scared and feeling alone, um, and just in a space where I'm not, I can't run anymore, you know? So I just been having to face a lot of parts of myself and even just having to face being vulnerable has been a very heavy thing for me, just facing being vulnerable. Um, and connecting with myself. So I've I've been doing meditations um more consistently than I ever than I have ever before, I think now. Um been doing some fasting too, praying and doing a lot of smudging <clears throat> and just trying to understand why I've pressed pushed so many people away, why I've pushed myself away, what I've been looking for, just trying to get to the root of situations, because um, there is a shift happening within me, and I feel ready to shift, even though I know it will be work to do, so, you know, at first, this podcast was going to be about something else, sort of like light working duties and negative energies and blah, 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 and ascension symptoms and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Not to say those things aren't important, because they are, but sometimes you just need to ground the information and ground yourself in information and speak about things that is directly connected to you at the moment. And that's what this is. And so, um, you know, I just remember that that child in my early twenties, not just not having not having any control over my emotions, and still dealing with some of that residual anger now. But remembering then how. I couldn't express myself how I would begin to shake when I when things would bother me because I did not know how to speak about my truth without being angry and she reminded me of those things and even though it was a really painful to hear man it was really painful to hear um I'm thankful that I got a chance to to hear it and to sort of breathe through it because it let me know that 
I've come a long way from those spaces. It doesn't mean that I don't get flashbacks or I don't get um, taken back to those moments or tried in those and tried in certain spaces by different people to revert back to those times because I have actually reverted back and we can call it a relapse. Um, but I have, um, I have, so, and some things I'm just not necessarily proud of and some things I am. But the reason for this podcast was to let, was to just share my experience with you. And so you'll know why I record positive affirmations. They're not just because I'm in this healed space now and I want to share with people who are still going through it because I've released myself from those, from demonstrating myself in that kind of way. It's not that it's, I'm still in it with you. Um, this light working, um, star seed stuff, to me is another way of saying that I'm ready to do the work. Anything that I've suffered from, whether it's in this, this lifetime, past lifetime, I'm ready to confront those things and heal those things and share my experience with others. That's what it means to me to be a light worker. It doesn't mean that you have it all figured out. It doesn't mean that you come to the table after you've done all of your work so you can seem superior and not inferior to the people that you're talking to, but to be transparent with yourself and and to um, share you some of your experiences that may can help others who are going through it. <clears throat> and one of the other things that stuck out to me that she brought up was about certain things that I was hiding. One of the things that was, was hidden is my sexuality and how uncomfortable it's been to identify as gay or bisexual and because I don't necessarily consider myself any of those things because there's just labels and I don't label myself I don't like to but we do label ourselves on this dimension it just is what it is um but being able to say that I am gay or I am bisexual. It's not something I've ever been comfortable with saying. Um, But there's that too. And I'm proud to say that this is, that's who I am. Um, So yay for me for admitting that. (laughs) It's (laughs) 11-11. So... And this is I'm saying this to to get to get it out to this is a healing process for me also, and not just a, a teaching lesson teacher student lesson um <clears throat> so let's speak about some of the energies that's going on right now we're in rec- retrograde um I think Uranus has went direct, and Uranus has been I think in retrograde for some time. I think Venus is still in retrograde. <clears throat> We're coming up on Aquarius full moon on the 1st of February or the 31st of January, one of those. Or maybe it's the 2nd of February. We have the Aquarius full moon. So there's a lot happening energetically. 
um, with mental health, there's a lot going on too. And that's the reason why I want to send that sheet to people so they, so we can help ourselves together. Um, and I think there's some crisis hotlines that I will place on here also, just in case you feel triggered and feel like there's no one to speak to. I just want to let you know that you're not alone. Man, my hand has been covering this speaker, so I hope y'all heard me. <laughs> I just said a shitload of information. If you didn't, man, I'm going to have to come and like record again or something. I don't know. I just hope you guys heard me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to have to put some crisis hotlines numbers in here. But I want you to know that you're not alone. And know that um, help is on the way. And that no matter how many times you fall, there's room for you to get up. Just know that God, creator, universe, father, mother, God doesn't judge us as harshly as we judge ourselves. Doesn't condemn us as harshly as we condemn ourselves. And that forgiveness is within you. You have the key to forgive yourself. You have the key to unlock yourself. You have the key to relieve yourself of any guilt and shame or doubt or fear or anything that's been holding you back. Anytime that you feel like you're stuck, you're feeling stuck because you're higher self, because you're all-knowing, because you're the God that's within you, is saying that there's something for you to know. That maybe you're not available, maybe you don't have, maybe you feel like you don't have access to, or maybe because you're closed off, you don't have access to it, but it's a, it's sort of a nudge for you to open back up. And to not close off. So anytime you feel stuck, just know that you're not stuck. And that if you feel stuck, it's just a reminder for you to remember to open yourself up. Even to yourself. And to build a solid foundation with yourself. I've been doing, like I said, those root chakra grounding meditations to help me um, ground myself and create a solid foundation for myself of stability because a lot of times in your mind when your mind is racing and your heart is racing um a lot of times your default go-to is listening to the negative thoughts and just know that those negative thoughts will not outweigh one positive thought or one positive smile that you have on your face or the time you take to breathe in deeply and exhale deeply it doesn't override that and you can always change it and recalibrate at wherever you are every second you take every breath that you live is an opportunity to think positive and to forgive yourself and to start again you can start again without forgiving yourself you can start again just in that moment, like it's a whole new moment, forget anything that just happened. And I just encourage you to be your authentic self by accepting yourself, the good, bad, the ugly, because it's all beautiful. It really is. The whole judgment thing, that's just something that we've taught in this dimension. 
It goes with duality. It goes with polarities, the good and the bad, the man, the woman, the up and the down. That's that's just this dimension that we're on. And um, a teacher of mine told me that a teacher, um, the spirit doula, Melanie, on YouTube, the spirit doula, D O U L A, spirit S P I R I T, the T H E, the spirit doula. I said that backwards, so you know there's some dyslexia, dy- dyslexia happening here. <laughs> um, but it's all good. <clears throat> but yeah, you can listen to her um, lectures. Uh, she teaches a lot. Um, but standing up in your pain, facing yourself, facing the shadows, um, and talking to yourself about your shadow, talking to yourself um i I, i've had full-blown conversations with myself about why i was feeling certain ways that i was feeling or if i felt violent i i expressed how violent i felt if i felt excited i expressed how excited i felt it was no holds bar to being transparent to myself and i encourage you to build that foundation with yourself where you're able to be completely transparent with yourself to begin building a beautiful relationship with yourself so you won't have to look for that in other people because a lot of times when looking for that in other people it's looking it's the same as looking for love in all the wrong places and sometimes you give people a lot of ammo to be or to be hurtful towards you because you're being hurtful towards yourself by not healing yourself so it's just reaffirming that energy back to you and a way to break that cycle is by talking to yourself and sort of making love to yourself and embracing yourself that's what i mean by making love to yourself accepting yourself for who you are and teaching yourself how to love and appreciate yourself and therefore it is a learning ground for other people to learn how to love you so facing yourself is going to be a big thing here um what else did i want to touch on um self-sabotaging you know that can be a situation where you're always kind of getting in your own way to prevent yourself from loving somebody but then convincing yourself i really want to be in a relationship but not understanding why people that you're with are shitty or if you feel like they're shitty you feel like you can't trust them a lot of times as you protecting your own self from an idea in your mind a lot of times we get in love with these ideas of these stories that we tell ourselves these never ever after stories you know what i'm saying these never ever afters are stories where we pretend we're giving somebody a chance we'll pretend we're going through the fires with them but all along in the back of our minds we don't trust them or we could never trust them as far as we can throw them because we don't trust anyone because it's hard to trust anyone it's hard to trust ourselves and so we're pretending that we want to be with somebody when we really don't we're just kind of going through the motions or uh going through like testing grounds and drills with our own self just to see how far we can go so self-sabotage is something to look out for uh during these times and checking yourself out 
looking at yourself objectively um, to start to understand the patterns so you can begin to break those patterns. And it's just as simple as that. Um, but I hope this helped. Um, I just kind of want to jump in and and give you guys that spill uh, those affirmations that I posted on here. I'll be doing more affirmations. Um, I hope you guys listen to those more. I've been listening to a lot of Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks, and um, I hope you guys heard this podcast. I really do. Hope you guys receive it, and I hope my finger didn't prevent y'all from hearing all the things on here. But if it did. We'll speak about this another time. Um, but I'll be signing out right here. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. And may peace be with you. And yeah, love you guys. Okay, uh, so I'm back. <laughs> I told you guys I would, um, I wanted to give the crisis hotline. So... There's a suicide prevention lifeline, and it's 1-800-273-8255. Again, it's 1-800-273-8255. You can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. and there's um, exercises at the top of this website. It's called intothemagicshop.com. I-N-T-O-T-H-E-M-A-G-I-C-S-H-O-P.com. Into the Magic Shop for some relaxation techniques. So I just wanted to jump on here and give you guys that information. I'm sending my love to you and receiving the love that you guys send back to me. Um, So peace, 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 peace.